Hey there, this is your host, Dr. Stephanie Smith, and I have a little comment about episode 23 as you get right before you listen to it. I had, whenever I happened to record it, I recorded this in my little RV Shasta camper on the weekend, but I happen to have my air conditioner going, so you might hear, it might sound like I'm recording from a factory or a wind tunnel or... I don't know, a vehicle, but none of those things were happening. I just didn't realize that I did not turn off my air conditioner and I didn't realize how loud it was going to be. So I hope it's not too much of a disruption. If you happen to be a podcaster, shoot, drop me an email or contact or comment. Let me know how to take out that background. Tried to work on minimizing it as much as possible. So hopefully it wasn't too much of a distraction for you and Uh, let you know that I'll be very aware of that in the future. Thanks so much for listening. Hope you enjoy it. Still gather some information from it. Thanks. Hi, welcome to the Move On Past podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Stephanie Smith, and this is episode 23. If this is your first time listening, welcome. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple iTunes, SoundCloud, or the Stitcher apps rate us, comment. Uh, Would love to hear your feedback. The more subscribers and ratings, the higher the ranking and reasoning for me to continue this. So know that when I get your feedback, I read it and it is very much appreciated. So today I'm on a solo mission and I wanted to share a blog I wrote back in 2016 titled Mindset Mantra. I think a lot of times what we're really focusing on in the world today is our physical hygiene and ensuring that we are avoiding the coronavirus. And I wanted to talk a bit with you about mental hygiene and avoiding emotional viruses. There was a study that was done in 2016 on social science and medicine research on anxiety and stress. And the research found that anxiety and stress has a tendency to become highly contagious. Meaning, if you're around someone who is exhibiting high levels of anxiety, without protection, we have a tendency to catch that emotional virus. And anxiety is one of the most highly contagious emotional viruses that we can catch. So if you happen to be around someone chronically who becomes anxious, you can learn that behavior or your body will adapt to that behavioral response, and you'll create a pattern of responses. This most often happens in our first families. So either our parents might be highly anxious or handle things in a highly volatile, inflamed way, and this can create anxiety within our body. So Joe Dispenza really talked about the difference between how we hold mental thoughts and how we hold feelings. In his book, Evolve Your Brain, and then Uh, his follow-up, Becoming Supernatural. I like the way he phrases and differentiates that thoughts are the language of the mind and feelings are the language of the body. And so oftentimes when we have a bad experience or we go through something that is difficult to process, a lot of times our body will hold that emotion. It'll manifest in different ways to where it can be aches and pains in our back or uh, aches and pains in our joints or um, just overall fatigue, irritability, a lot of different ways, rapid heart rate, sweating, all these different ways that our body responds to a negative emotion. 
So I'd like to talk to you a bit about this mental hygiene and how to avoid this emotional virus that we have and really how to manage if you already happen to have the virus. So I want to differentiate that this information in this podcast isn't meant to replace or interfere with you seeking help if you believe that it is very difficult for you to manage feelings and emotions. These are really just tips and strategies for day-to-day and for entertainment and educational purposes. If you are struggling with managing your emotions, my hope is that you will reach out to either your primary care physician or find a counselor in your area. Most counselors right now are still maintaining telehealth, but my thought would be if you're reaching out with someone, find strategies that can allow you to release those emotions from your body. So today is just one of those steps, but my hope is is that if you do have some problems that you do seek some assistance. Uh, You don't have to do this alone. So on with the blog. Mindset mantra. I wish I liked yoga. I recommend it to others all the time. For me, however, it's a seed that can find no soil for me. It could probably find some crap, maybe, but nothing to cultivate any active love of doing yoga. However, I do embrace the philosophy of yoga to be still, be strong, and find balance. Breathe and move with that breath. I get it. You know, that mindfulness of yoga, that's the part that I love. There's unity of the mind and the body, and I know meditation can be extremely effective in stress reduction, healing, and transformation. I use meditation in my practice, and I think that you can try uh, to be active and do all the right things all day long. But if you can't discipline your thoughts and gain that mental value of just going through the motions, it's going to be lost. You know, you can't just go through the motions. I always tell my clients when when they go somewhere or go on vacation to take their head with them. You know, it's not just a body motion. It's also being present, being intentional, and practicing. So my questions are for you, what's your mindset mantra? So what are you focusing on? When you need to cope with something, how do you set your mind with certain situations? The truth is, whatever your mindset is, is exactly how you're going to cope with that situation or that feeling. So your mantras are going to guide the reactions. So if you're thinking things like, this is going to suck, or this is awful, I can't believe this is happening, or, you know what, I'm going to make the best of it. This is something that I can do, and who knows, I'm going to make, I'm going to find the fun in this situation. I'm going to find my happy or I'm going to find my contentment, or I'm going to have to do this, and it is what it is. I can do it with a bad attitude or a good one. Either way, I could allow myself to suffer, or I could tolerate and make the best out of it that I possibly can. So that is exactly how you're going to cope with that. Your mantra is going to guide your reaction and your mood within the circumstance. So mantras can be positive or negative. Here's a few negative mantras that can be automatic responses that guide our beliefs. I can't. I can't draw, write, dance, etc. I'm not good at. Fill in the blank. I have no choice. I'm not good enough or deserving enough. Pretty enough, thin enough, blah, 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 blah. All of those things. There's nothing I can do. Things will get better when either summer's here or I make more money or I get a husband or 
I get rid of this husband, I finish this project, etc., etc. So how often are you repeating those negative mantras that are limiting your potential and capabilities? How often are you selling yourself short with your thoughts? How often are you knocking yourself down with negative mantras? So what if you begin with just replacing or questioning one of those negative mantras? Better yet, what if you made a list of a few positive mantras that could begin to energize, uplift, and inspire you? And I also want to say, if the word mantra is the hang-up on this, uh, replace that word as well. It might be a positive phrase versus a negative phrase. It might be, you focus upon these things which are good and sound and true. Those are the things that you set your mind and your intention to do. So you might not be able to alter your circumstances or the situation, or you might not be able to change things overnight, but your attitude can change in an instant. All you need is a new thought, a thought of possibility, a thought of hope, a thought of solution, that the feelings of hope with a positive thought are what could be. And if you're struggling with finding those hopeful possibilities, and the situation in your life right now, I want you to stop and breathe and think about your thinking. I want you to stop and breathe in and out and know you can find someone to talk to, someone who has some professional training and working through thoughts and feelings and talking with someone who will specifically work with you through your circumstances. That's what a counselor is trained to do. So contact one if you're in your area if you find yourself repeating life patterns so I ask you, how have your thoughts led to actions that have helped you overcome some of your setbacks in life? Those are your go-tos. And I encourage you to call upon those as you begin to relax the anxiety within your body and really focus upon how your body happens to be responding under the stress these days. So if your intention happens to be, let me just drop my shoulders or... Maybe one thing that I can do is get out of fight or flight or work on my parasympathetic nervous system, slowing down. Let me just focus on reducing my heart rate. That vagus nerve is going to pump some acetylcholine into your blood and reduce that heart rate and really bring your cortisol level down. There's a science to this. Positive thoughts have proven to be effective in reducing emotion and... Hopefully that could bring about an emotional healing for you. If not, I encourage you to seek some assistance. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it.